0: computer will do our thinking now. Oh, $5,000 for a computer and it can't handle a simple assignment. Hey, we've got a
1: problem here.
0: I can't do it. We'll do it live.
2: Okay. Houston, we have a problem. We'll
0: do it live! Do it live! I can, I'll can. write it and we'll do it live! The computers are down!
1: Attack! Everything is going extremely
3: well. I just want to put pictures of my cat on everyone's internet computer. Like, how do I do that? We've lost intelligence! I repeat! We have no intelligence! We seem to be Experimenting some technological differences.
2: All right, welcome back everybody. Here's the deal. <laughs> <laughs> In true fashion with Project Archivist, everything that could go wrong this week has gone wrong.
0: Welcome to another episode of Murphy's Law
2: absolutely this this is our thanksgiving thanksgiving my god what the Ah! hell jesus
0: oh we're eating sort of
2: yeah that's what it was it was a talk about food this is our valentine's episode where we we go back to true crime and this week we have r.a brewster returning to the show because he was working out a bunch of true crime stuff and i'm like all right yeah let's you know if, if you've got something in the works let's put something together um We had to reschedule because of weird conflicting scheduling issues. His computer broke a couple of hours ago. Your computer broke as we were going on the air. So yeah. you're, you're on the phone with Skype right now, phoning in. Um, yep. The problems that we had last week's show turned out that it wasn't either one of our computers. It was my Internet provider had a problem that went down. Something weird was happening with it. And the whole time I thought it was something to do with Skype. So I updated to the latest version of Skype, which blows monkey balls. So as a result, I don't know entirely how well this show is going to come out. So just bear with us until we get things Kind of, sort of tuned back in because now Lobo doesn't have a computer.
0: <laughs> oh, dude! And you know what? Today it <sighs> did. It did a, it did a uh, today's a tenth. Yes. It did a my Microsoft security essentials updated right before we started the recording, and everything is fucked now.
2: my like, literally. Everything is mine did as well, but it's not giving me the problems, but Skype is giving me weird audio issue problems. So I'm not even sure how audio is going to come out. I haven't produced the show yet, but I will tell you this. There is a point during this interview that for a couple of seconds, my microphone died and recording stopped and then it started right back up again. So there may be a weird jump in here as we're talking about. There's a strange gap in here that I'm going to try my ass off to try to fix as best as I can. But I'm just warning. I don't. We don't know how well this show is going to go. <laughs> At all, because in the last couple of weeks, everything has just gotten really, really weird for us. So anyways, having said that, Brewster's coming back on the show. I just call him Brewster instead of Robert. It's just easier for me. I'm sorry. No disrespect intended. So we're going to talk about uh, several. the, The idea was to talk about female serial killers who end up killing their spouses or their mates or all these things in different ways. And as we normally do, this conversation gets real sidetracked to where Lobo gives us a lesson on poisonings and, and zinc coffins. And then we go off into this weird side tangent at the end, talking about these two serial killers that worked together and killed families <laughs> for yeah, literally sex bar- for sex bunkers and just bizarre stuff anyways this is just a really really weird show so bear with us and we'll see you guys at the other side Yay! so very rarely do we have a returning guest come back so quickly but You were a big hit last time you were on here, and you do a lot of true crime stuff. So we have R.A. Brewster from RABrewster.com returning with us. Mm -hmm. And um, you do all kinds of stuff on your blog. You do your creature features. You've been covering a lot more true crime lately. And every year, as we are apt to do at Valentine's Day, we like to cover serial killers. And this year I decided that we were going to tune in on female serial killers that kill their husbands and just do really freaky shit. So you were like, yeah, let's do this. And then behind the scenes, yeah. everything that could possibly go wrong has gone wrong.
1: <laughs> You're not wrong. It's
2: so been,
3: uh,
1: it's been rough.
2: Your computer literally died today. Lobos just died moments ago. Cause Lobo is with us on phone right now through Skype. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I just I can't. I can't.
2: <laughs> so we're just gonna try to roll with this and see what we can do. But we were talking about covering Catherine Knight. Um, she's interesting. Um, on many levels. Um,
1: so where do you want to start with her? Well, I think with the thing with Knight too is, um, she seems. In, uh, and one of the weird things about her too is that she's kind of recent, and she's one of the few serial killers that was female serial killers that are very physical. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of them like to use poison or strange, like when a person is uh already incapacitated no she had a, she was a big fan of knives yeah, she and, was
0: kind of hands on wasn't
1: she oh yeah she <laughs> was really to get in there and get dirty with it and she did uh, <laughs> quite a few times well not a quite a few times but she really started to show a lot of uh, uh, pathological problems in several different relationships that she's had like I think I mentioned before Uh, I think it was her first husband, she attacked him uh, bad enough for the police to be involved because he wouldn't make love to her for a third time. In a row. In a row. On their wedding night. (laughs) Yeah. In a row. Well, you know. In a row? She was just like, you only got two in you? Well, then she whooped his ass. And I'm like, whoa. Well, a
2: little back (laughs) history. She's from Australia, and she was born October 24th of 1955. Um, And then I believe she was sentenced to prison on October of 2001. So that's a little, that's the span frame that took place. But yeah, she's, um, she said she used to sleep with knives over her bed or something like that.
1: Yes. See, uh, as a, as a kid, she actually had an affinity for knives in general. Um, She was found several times to sleep with them, um, like under her pillow or to always be kind of armed in a way. Uh, as she got older, she would actually sleep with knives suspended from strings above her bed, kinda like a chandelier. That's hot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: No. <laughs> Until they
1: give way hey, and it, fall on you. you. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: wouldn't
2: they freak you out? You walk into a chick's room and then there's knives just hanging over her bed.
0: No, wouldn't, wouldn't
2: yeah, you
1: yeah. It would. Yeah, it yeah. would. Okay,
0: maybe uh, not. Uh, My ex Denise was weird like that. She slept with knives under her pillow. (sighs)
1: Anyways, (laughs) just rolling that. What's the roll that? Let that roll on.
0: (laughs) Sorry, I told you I've lived a very strange past.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So she, how many? She only killed one person though, correct? She only killed one husband though
1: that we're that's that's been affirmed yeah
2: okay how many does she believe to have killed or do you know that number
1: i don't know it right off hand but the thing is she was sexually assaulted a lot when she was younger mm. uh, by members of her own family and i think right around when she was in high school there were incidences of her being physical and violent towards the opposite sex hypersexual all the different stuff so it's it could easily be conceivable that the man that she did kill was not her first victim. Mm-hmm. She so slashed like,
2: somebody's quiet. face from what I remember.
1: Yeah. I think that when she was in 15 or something. She attacked a teacher. Mm-hmm. uh, claimed it was in self-defense that he was trying to rape her. Um, and then I think there were reports and I'll have to, I'll have to run through my own brain here for just two seconds on that one. That ah. like shades of Eileen Warnos. Yes. Yeah, so shades of Eileen Warnos. That's a good one.
2: On her Wikipedia, a man known as in the district as Old Ted, who was foraging around the, near the railroad line, found and rescued Melissa by all accounts only minutes before the train had passed. Knight was arrested and again taken to Saint Elmo's Hospital, but apparently recovered. Signed herself out the following day. A few days later, Knight slashed the face of a woman with one of her knives and managed to drive her to Queensland to find kill it. The woman escaped after they stopped at a service station. But by the time the police arrived, Knight had taken a young boy hostage and was threatening him with a knife. There we go again with the knife. She she loves the knives. She was disarmed when the police attacked her with brooms and she was admitted to Morris, uh, Morissette Psychiatric Hospital. Knight told the nurses she had intended to kill the mechanic at the service station because he had repaired Killett's car, which had allowed him to leave. Killett must have been her first husband from what I understand here. Yeah, David Killett was her first husband, and he had left. Mm -hmm. So she was going to go to the service station (laughs) to kill the mechanic who fixed her first husband's car, allowing him to get away from crazy wacko bitch. Wow. Wow. Knight, yeah. told, <laughs> Knight told the uh, nurses she had intended to kill the mechanic at the service station because he had repaired Killett's car, which had allowed him to leave and then kill both her husband and his mother when she arrived in Queensland. When police informed Killett of this incident, he left his girlfriend and moved to Aberdeen with his mother's support. <clears throat> with, oh wait, with his mother's support tonight. Uh Knight no, was released August 9th of nineteen seventy six into the care of her mother-in-law. Oh you tried to kill my son, so I'm gonna take care of you. And along with Kill It, they now moved to Woodbridge. I guess they stayed together I a suburb
1: not letting of letting that lady move in my house.
2: What a is suburb of, well, yeah, no kidding. A suburb of Brisbane where she obtained a job in the Denmore Meatworks, what a great place for her to work. Uh well, she used to those
1: knives, wouldn't she? Smell the blood. Look at that.
2: In nearby Ipswich on March sixth of nineteen eighty, they had another daughter you have kids with this woman that this is all oh, yeah. bad oh, yeah. natasha mary uh, m-a-r-e-e so i'm gonna say it's probably mary uh 1984 left uh, night left kill it and moved in first with her parents in aberdeen then to rent a house nearby in um muswell brook i'm so sorry australian listeners although no, you're she, re- not <laughs> <I'm> sorry, <laughs> although she returned to work at the arbutoir, her she injured her back followed the floor abattoir the following year and went on disability pension no longer needing the rent accommodation close to her work the government gave her a housing commission house in Aberdeen so that has how the marriage to her first husband ended badly she slashed a woman's face went to a mechanic tried to kill him because the husband tried to leave
1: and then they had more
0: kids
1: yeah, Wing. And that kind of leads into David Saunders, too, which that was the guy I was trying to remember. Yeah. um, This dude should have ran like literally immediately after this woman. Like she met him in 1986. And I think it was, it was a year later, he she cut a two month old dingo pup's throat in front of him just to let him know that if you ever cheat on me, this is going to happen to you. <laughs> and then she knocked him out with a frying pan just to drive it home. Like uh, I know Wait you think you're innocent, but bam, I just want you to know, don't even drop.
2: This is so not That's funny rough. that I'm laughing at it. So she kills a dingo, which is basically a dog. That dingo ate my baby. But um sorry again, he folks. Dude, wow. <laughs> so he's not sorry. Stop listening to him. <laughs> so she kills a dingo, and then she takes a frying pan and knocks the guy out after doing this. And he hasn't even had an affair. He hasn't done well, anything. You're
1: just letting him know this is what's going on. occur. <laughs>
2: overly attached girlfriend meme here. Okay, so oh, go ahead.
3: That's not, it. that's not
0: overly attached, bro. That's psychotic.
1: <laughs> that's like, <laughs> I want to live inside your skin because I want to be close to you.
2: So continue. Yeah. Go on.
1: <laughs> <sighs> but I think what's too is like, in that kind of, and from here, this is, thank God I came across it because like, I, I was trying to trigger memory. This is where she kind of played into that whole, like, a little bit of Ed Gein. Kind of stuff going on. Like mm-hmm. our whole house was plastered in like animal skins, skulls, um, nice. again, more machetes and just like these, vin- not like vintage kind of like murder tools, but a lot of sharp objects with a lot of dead things.
2: Okay. Yeah. Got it. Rustic. Going for the rustic Very rustic. Yeah, rustic. Yeah. yeah. Okay. okay. <clears throat> I, I, you know, but if you-
1: I... I, I'm uh, feeling a little Vobby and paler, you know. Yeah. Usually good motif. You well, know? you
2: know, there's there's certain men that are into hunting and stuff that would probably be into that, but they would probably walk out when they cut the dingo's throat and get cracked over the head with a frying pan. That would probably do it for most men.
0: I think the for frying. Men, pan and those are the
2: men that she doesn't want. You know? <laughs> what Lobo? <laughs> you get cut off. What'd you the, say?
0: I think the frying pan would have been the deal breaker.
2: Yeah, yeah, well, that would ended it. So
0: she had
1: a knife chandelier, but the frying pan just doesn't doesn't do it for him. She had yeah, a kid dude, with him like too, didn't the
2: she? will swung at me. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> oh, God.
1: Oh, Jesus.
0: <laughs> dude, knives are hot, but a frying pan dude. that. Knives head. are hot.
2: So you're all about a chick waving a knife at you, but you draw the line at frying pans.
1: <laughs> it's too round. It's too dull. It doesn't do anything.
2: Me personally, <laughs> no, my no. thing's toasters. If a chick comes after me with a toast, I can deal with knives and frying pans. You come at me with a toaster or something, you I'm done. You want a
3: frying pan?
2: <laughs> dude,
3: a lot.
1: that kind of hurts a bit too i mean dude
0: there's no give in cast iron at all
2: (laughs) well she hit him in the face with a frying pan and then i think she stabbed him in the stomach with a pair of scissors
1: See, he he had the double dose there like
2: (laughs) and then he moved back and then he said all right i'm done with this chick and he then he left her but he had a daughter with her as well she had her third kid with the guy
1: oh yeah yeah It was too it was like he was like, and I think the police found him for night. He was trying desperately to get him back. Mm-hmm. And the police were like, "No, he is terrified of you. You're never <laughs> allowed to come near him again." And then gave her like a restraining order. Uh,
2: so then she marries another guy, John Chillington, and it says here in 1990, Knight became pregnant uh, by a 43-year-old former ab- abattoir. <laughs> is that how it's pronounced? Yes, abattoir, abattoir worker John Chillington, and gave birth to yet another kid. Uh, the following year, get to a boy
0: named. This should Eric. be cranking out babies, man. This
2: should not
1: just... get... This relationship oh. did better. It lasted for three years. Yeah. Oh wow! <laughs> and no one got hit three? with a frying pan.
2: Why? <laughs> so uh, she ended well, up guess... having an affair on. She ended up having an affair on that guy with a guy named John Price. But that guy got out of it pretty well unscathed. He just broke up with her after three years. No stabbings. She got old. No, for yeah, exactly. No frying pans, no no dead dingoes, nothing like that. Do you, you want to t- you want to cover John Price Brewster, or you want me? Oh, to- uh, you
1: no, know, yeah, if that's fine. You want me to? That's fine because uh, Price did not look out. No, Price, <laughs> Price ended badly.
2: Yeah, <laughs> this is where it gets
1: weird. This is where it gets like wow. This this came to a natural conclusion when you look at it all, but no, it's not natural. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, okay. so basically she marries Price and everybody that knew Price was like, hey, this is pretty cool. Uh, He's a really nice guy. This chick's kind of insane, though. Why are you marrying her? And then it it, it didn't last very long. They ended like that same year or something like that. Uh, They had a two year old daughter and they were kind of going through this whole back and forth, back and forth. Uh, The children really liked her. As a person, but it became one of those like your mom's kind of insane because they started to fight over different videotapes being taken, items items being moved around the home, and when Price really tried to rekindle things, they started fighting more often. All of a sudden, Knight stabs him in the chest. Yikes! Yeah, and this 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 did it for him. Like the stabbing in the chest, yeah, you know, this is too much. Like, get the hell out of my house, okay? And after he goes to try get restraining order on her, uh, all this different stuff occurs. And if I'm not mistaken, um, she goes and gets like some sexy, sexy negligees, something really erotic to wear for him, and tempts him to let her back into his life.
0: Um, to take more than that.
1: Well, not for Price, because he does.
0: You're a dope. You deserve to die.
1: Yeah, yeah. I she was in a negligee.
0: Sh- I don't give a shit
1: hey she's pumping out three kids she must be doing something right she's um, not that <laughs> attractive either but no she, she wasn't
0: they're in the We're outback not. there's lonely nights
1: all they got's dingoes out there no.
0: dingoes and kangaroos
1: and that dude from wolf creek who was also oh. really kinda ugly <laughs>
0: oh <God>. kinda
1: yeah, <laughs> if you're into some people like that he had, he had a bit of a nose <laughs> to very romanesque
0: yeah I love quasimodo he's hot
1: <laughs> he had a good soul
0: yeah you know what a soul only goes so far homie it was uh,
1: up or down really when you think about it
2: so oh. anyways <laughs> oh but it's yeah she said that, from what i'm reading she got into a fight with the guy because he didn't want to marry her so she went around the house videotaping items that he had stolen
1: yeah and sent yeah. the videotape to his boss mm-hmm. to try and like blackmail him into like, what loving do more. She... i guess <laughs> like, but why won't you love us. me Yes, what, what's wrong with me? I know we've got these knives, and they got your blood on them, but really, it's your fault. Totally. When you think about it. You and made this happen. This is right. This is your fault. But ultimately, it culminated in him or her murdering him, and if I'm not mistaken, cooking pieces of his body after he was skinned.
2: Yeah. And,
1: she, yeah. She, she hung him upside him,
2: down, skinned him, eat. processed him cooked him and was going to
1: feed him to the kids with, with some vegetables, steamed yeah. vegetables. Cause that's healthy.
2: You got to
0: have your veg.
1: That's right. But like, I think they were like set up to come visit uh-huh. and like, if I'm not mistaken, she had placards, like little like nameplates laid yes. out for them and very fancy meal of their own father.
0: Well, you know, that's a, well, at least she planned ahead.
2: Um, so basically the cops showed up and prevented, prevented her from serving the meal to the kids.
1: And the they found part. the body of Price, which was uh, which was, she had posed in very provocative ways. Because <sighs> I think um, she had she had put Price's head in a pot so that it was simmering.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um,
2: Again, with people eating heads, what is the deal with people? We we've had this eat. conversation before. It's like people want to have sex with heads. They want to eat heads. There there probably are better things on the human body to eat with more meat in them. There's not a lot of meat. On a human head, I would think. You know, if we're gonna talk cannibalism, you're talking like a lot of tendons and things like that. It just does not. I mean, when I think cannibalism, I don't think about eating a person's head. It's not the God. I'd like to eat your head. That's just not. I I don't know. I'm sane. So how how
1: often do you think of cannibalism?
2: Again, that's what I was just gonna
1: say. I don't think about cannibalism very often.
2: But when I, you know, but in those Uh, moments where I do think about eating a person, I I don't look at them and say, "God, I'd really like to eat your head."
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, and maybe that's because we're sane people. I guess. Like you you look, like you look at your girlfriend's eyes, and you're just like, "Man, I want to pop those out like grapes." Apparently,
2: when they did the (laughs) autopsy on him, they found out they found out that Price had been stabbed 37 times the front and back of his body with many wounds extending into vital organs several hours after price had died Knight skinned him and hung him hung (gasps) the skin from a meat hook in the architrave of a door architrave whatever architrave like where you hang your coat on the back Ah, of the door okay yeah uh in the lounge room she then decapitated him and cooked his body apart serving up the meat with baked potato, pumpkin, beetroot, zucchini, and cabbage, yellow squash, and gravy into two settings at the dinner table. I see nothing about Chianti beans and uh, whatever farva beans and Chianti. Chianti and fava
0: Chianti. beans. Yes. Yeah, I see nothing about that. Chianti along
2: with beans,
1: would the- be pretty tasty too, though. <laughs> God.
2: Along with notes beside each plate, each—I'm sorry—I keep cutting you off, Rob. But it's just in front of me. It's so bizarre. Each uh, no, having—it's
1: no, fascinating too. Yeah,
2: having the name of one of Price's children on it. She was preparing to serve the body parts to his children. A third meal was thrown in the back lawn for unknown reasons. It is speculated the knight had attempted to eat it, but could not. And this has been put forward in support of her claim that she has no memory of the crime. Price's head was found in a pot with vegetables. The pot was still warm, estimated between 40 and 50 degrees Celsius, or 104 and 120 degrees Fahrenheit. For us Americans who are the only people in the world who still use the regular system and not the metric system, as I refer to it to the regular system, go figure. Indicating that the cooking had taken place... In the early morning. Sometime later, Knight arranged the body with the left arm draped over an empty 1.25 liter soft drink bottle with the legs crossed. So she gave him a soft drink bottle phallus. Okay. Uh, This was claimed in court to be an act of defilement, demonstrating Knight's uh, contempt for Price. Knight had left a handwritten note on top of the photograph of Price. bloodstained and covered with small pieces of flesh, and the note read... time you got back Jonathan for raping my daughter whatever uh you back Price's daughter for Ross for little John now play with little John's dick John Price the note doesn't make any damn sense at all but okay <laughs> so yeah that's Yikes. yeah she They're was like alphabet soup exactly yeah. um she was the first person to ever be given a life sentence in Australia in 2001 <clears throat>
1: Cool. Oh, yeah, like you know, like her lack of remorse, too, because she never once, um like, tried to say that or show any kind of, like, sadness for what she'd done. She even, in that note, uh, tried to make it seem that she had done all of this because um, John Price had actually sexually assaulted her daughter. Mm-hmm. And, of course, that was proven not to be true, yeah.
2: She said in here that she tried to appeal her sentence, claiming that the penalty for a life in prison without possibility of parole was too severe for the killing.
1: Ah! Uh!
0: What? Uh, yeah, no. Oh, I think it was apropos mm. for the killing, actually.
1: Yeah, I think it pretty much goes like hand in hand with like cutting off a man's head and trying to feed it to his kids. But the appeal was dismissed, New South Wales Court uh, Criminal
2: Appeal in September. Yeah, they appealed it. They said, "No, nah, your your duddy is a fruitcake. You you belong in there for what you've done." So, yeah. Whack
1: yeah, is basically. Yeah. So, he was diagnosed with borderline personality disorder.
2: <sighs> That's it.
1: <Obviously. laughs>
0: Yeah, a brave disservice. I know people that have borderline personality disorder, and they don't go around chopping people up. Not yeah, that I yeah. know of, at
1: least. But it's not
2: borderline anymore. She went over a line oh, at this yeah. point. So uh, who are we moving on to next?
1: Oh, uh, we can do a little Vera Winchesi if everybody's cool with that. Go right ahead. Yeah. That's one uh, I do not know anything about. Uh, Vera is fascinating. This thing. Woo! She's beautiful. Um, She was actually originally... Now, this is where some of the reports are different, and it's kind of in a way nebulous because she's either Hungarian or Romanian or Yugoslavian oh, no matter which way you kind of play region. into it yeah she like it's it's one of those weird things where no one could pin down her exact origin um, but all of her crimes happened in a town in Berkul I'm gonna totally butcher it but it's Berkul and that's kind of in uh, U- our old Yugoslavia at the time she eventually got married to a beautiful businessman bore him a son uh, named Lorenzo who, ca- who plays a key part in what ended up happening later and this businessman decided that being an affluent wealthy man himself he could kind of go out and dally a bit with some of the pretty ladies uh vera found out about that and all of a sudden he disappeared like you do like you do yeah you know she kept telling people always gone off uh, he just left me you know he just he left me all alone to take care of my son by myself i'm a poor poor woman who could really use a little male companionship. (laughs) So she started reaching out, uh, and the boys started piling up, and then they started piling up, but in a much different way. Literally. (laughs)
0: Literally.
1: Yeah. Um, She started to target young affluent married men, wooing them secretly, bringing them to her home, and then cooking them dinner, which was laced with strychnine. Mm. And some reports differ on this, but it's all kind of just assumed because of Lorenzo's testimony that she actually would sit down and like a villain in some cartoon movie reveal her entire plot to murder this guy as he's lying on the floor, writhing in agony.
2: She would monologue.
1: So <laughs> like, did you enjoy the soup? You cheating bastard. Because uh,
2: this is what gets you here. Yeah. Mm. She would monologue like a Bond yeah, movie. Awesome. <laughs> monologue him to death. basically. <laughs> Now, Shoot,
0: stop talking.
2: Lobo, what do you know about strychnine?
0: What do you want to know?
2: How much does it, is it like a low, do you need a little bit of it or a lot of it to kill somebody? Is it one of those kind of things uh, where you don't it need a goes lot?
0: By weight, typically. Uh, you don't need a ton of it to kill someone, but you can slowly poison it. People can build up a tolerance to strychnine, too. Yeah. All the time. I mean, it, it ravages your liver, kidneys, uh, it'll settle in on your brain. Uh, but all in all, I mean, you can build up a tolerance to it. It's not recommended. There were uh, people in uh, medieval times, the courtiers, that would take small doses of strychnine, so that uh, if they were ever "quote unquote" poisoned, it wouldn't kill them.
1: Right. Because uh-huh. they built
0: a tolerance to it. Doesn't it's it good...
1: like severe nerve damage too?
0: Oh my God! Yeah. It'll, yeah. If you take it in a large dose. Uh, you, you'll you be shot. But if you take it over a few grains at a time, over an extended period of time, your nervous system will eventually start to fail, but not as if you were take, given a, a lethal dose all at once. It's not like arsenic. Arsenic, I mean, you can have really, really small, small doses of arsenic without it killing you. Right. But typically, arsenic is given in a dose where
1: you're not but, coming back.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, there's apple seeds have small, very minute doses of uh, traces of arsenic in them. Uh, peach pits have uh, any of the stone fruit have very, very slight amounts of arsenic. in them.
2: And arsenic is the one that comes out in your in your hair and in your fingernails after you're dead. It still continues they to. All do. Okay.
0: They all do. do you think we really know arsenic over strychnine? Other than like the the physical attributes, is arsenic smells of bitter almonds.
1: Mm-hmm. Strychnine is still odorless, I believe.
0: It is, yeah. They tried to put an odoring in it, but for what it's being used for, there's no real reason to put an odor in it.
1: Yeah, it's in like different like pesticide poisons, I think.
0: Yeah, it's. Well, yeah. they're trying to they're trying to uh like back away from that. I know there's some algicides that still have it uh, that you could put in your fish tanks. Uh, also, large large scale algicide for like ponds and and whatnot.
1: I feel like there's industrial like koi ponds and stuff. I've seen some things for those, yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, it will It doesn't affect fish the same way it atta- affects humans or mammals in general. It, it'll it'll wreak havoc on invertebrates and some and amphibians definitely. But you know, over time, it would build up in the fish and it would kill them if they ate it.
1: Well, it's kind like mercury now, yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, they used to use arsenic to knock out uh, fish in the Aquaria trade, uh, reef fish, because it it stuns them. It doesn't kill them. It'll eventually why. kill them, but it doesn't kill them right away. Huh.
1: So, short, sure. yeah. Today with poison. You know, it's kind of weird, too, that we talk about like the peach pitch and apple seeds. It, and oddly, of it ties into a really kind of messed up story when I was a kid. So, I used to love to eat the insides of apples, like apple cores. Yep. And I would eat them all the time. And then my friend told me, and this was a friend that's kind of an idiot, that you <laughs> can eat peach pits. And I was like, you can't eat Peach Pits. Peach Pits are like super rock hard. I said, no, I'll just crack them open. So I yep. would do that. Yep. And my granddad found me eating them one day and just slapped the shit out of me.
0: Yeah, I mean, it can, <laughs> like, it can, kill, you. It can kill you. If you have large doses, we had, uh, I want to say maybe, right around 10 years ago, there was a scare for, um, what the hell was the name of the company? They make that green fuel. Oh um, um, uh. uh, <laughs> uh they, they they were doing apples and they were doing uh shoot. drop apples are usually what's used for cider and they were grinding up the seeds and all and they were ended up using more cores and more than more than usual and the arsenic levels in the drinks were crazy high for consumption. So they had oh. to be pulled off the shelves.
1: Oh Lord.
0: Yeah, this wasn't it wasn't too long ago. I know that we had a big scare because my, my youngest was we she was had this thing for apple juice and elite my wife's like, Don't give her that anymore, they're gonna kill our children. I'm like, that's not how it's gonna happen.
3: <laughs> that's not how it works.
2: <laughs> so going back to this person.
3: Sorry. No, it's okay. No, 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 no it,
2: it's no, okay no. to have an education on poisons. It's not that big of a deal. So You never know, you might help someone. Exactly.
0: <laughs> and for the next day we'll be doing thermite <laughs>
2: So, tune in next time. So, okay, so she was. She would monologue. She'd poison their food, and then she'd monologue, this is how you're going to die, blah, 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 blah.
1: Yeah, basically, and the reason that she did it was, well, there's her reason, and then there's the reason that people actually speculate. Mm-hmm. Um, her reason was she murdered these men because she wanted it to be the last thing they ever saw. Mm-hmm. She was beautiful. She was attractive. She, You shouldn't live your life seeing anyone else after you've seen me. That's rough. Yeah, but people actually start to speculate that the reason she did this was because her husband cheated on her, and she felt that because these men were also cheating on their wives, they didn't deserve to live. Thanks. Right, even though she was the other woman. Well, um, later on, Lorenzo, her son, um, stumbles across a gate in the basement and the wine cellar. Now, the gate was uh, never locked before, but it is now. And after he broke through it, he went through another gate, which was also locked, and then a third gate, which was brand new, and he actually managed to um, take some form of stone or a pick and break through that, and stumbled across his mother's secret. Whoops. Um, and like any good son uh, would do, he went to his mother and blackmailed her. Nice. Yeah, said, I'm going to want more money if you want me to keep quiet about what I found down there. Well, she didn't want to give him more money. He went to the police. The police didn't want to believe it. They were like, no, that wouldn't happen in my tiny town. You know, nothing like this occurs. She's a beautiful, rich, upstanding woman. Well, pretty convincing. Yeah, you know, so they go there. They go in the basement. They find an old woman that is being standing guard, and she is just an, eight, an old servant that had been with Vera her whole life, and she is fighting them tooth and nail to keep them out of this room. They arrest her. They go into the room, and they find 35 zinc coffins yep. that behind the walls, and they all have names on them. They all have ages, and they're all filled with her husband and the lovers that she's lured to her den of death.
2: Now, the zinc coffin thing, Though well the the zinc zinc is a preservative, the mummification for it?
0: Uh y- yes. It can be. Uh, it has a tendency
1: said, to but No, no, no. Well they had said that the bodies actually were in a uh a state not of so much of mummification, but they were kept uh much more it slow decomposition, basically.
0: Yeah, it doesn't The thing with zinc is it it doesn't the electrons in zinc don't exchange readily with oxygen and water that's why you use zinc in uh, galvanizing steel it keeps it from having an interaction so it, anything any way that the, the body would be breaking down it would keep oxygen out it would keep a transfer of oxidation so the body would the decomposition would slow not to the point of mummification because that it would if it was sealed you're not going to really have a, a, a an environment that was conducive to mummification.
1: Right, you, you have to have a down. drying
0: agent. Yeah, it would definitely slow you down
1: drastically. Yeah, it's kind of like what was that? Um, those monks in Tibet or, or it may have been Japan. One of the one of the monks uh, orders they would drink a type of resin from a tree. Yep, and yep. that would uh, yeah that would actually kind of slow the process for them as they age or as they buried themselves alive. Yeah.
0: yeah, there's another one that uh, they used, uh, they ate nothing but lotus flowers and honey so that they wouldn't have, that the um, antimicrobial properties of the honey would have, like in their gut, you, the, the flora and fauna in your gut play a huge role in the, in your decomposition. All right. Uh, not, not, I mean, your cells go through apoptosis or apoptosis. When you die, so they they do start to break down. But the flora and fauna in your gut play a huge role in your decomposition. From the that's why you you blow and expand and eventually rupture, and it's 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 an, actually an intriguing process to watch or you know watch uh, time lapse of it's it's gruesome, but yeah. in, in a way, in its own way, it's beautiful. The way it uh, your body actually goes oh, through a natural yeah,
3: process. Uh-huh, uh-huh.
1: Well, <laughs> in a way, no. I see what you're saying too, because like when that when that sheriff in Montana uh, did that time lapse footage of those um those dead cows to prove that there wasn't an alien coming down and dissecting them, it was just the natural decomposition project or process. Mm. It was fascinating to watch, and in its own way, it was kind of beautiful. No, <clears throat> oh, I can see that. It's
0: just reclamation of the. Bo- I mean, it's it's it is gruesome i'll give you that it is gruesome but it it does have a certain beauty to it that you are returning to once you came you're just that's it you know you go but you you break back down into base elements enough of science with lobo
2: (laughs) well so far we've learned what kind of poisons to use and and we've also learned how to preserve the body once you kill the person why do i know these people Yeah. No, it, it's, it's <laughs> whoever
0: goes missing.
2: It's cool. It's totally cool. So let's finish up with this person because it sounds like we're at the <suited> end of her. Uh,
1: through, through. Thanks. Oh, yeah. Well, it, we were kind of at the end of her. Yeah. So basically her son goes forward and they, they find all of these corpses. And the old woman eventually relayed more of what happened. And she told him that Vera would go down there and stay with them and talk to them for hours. And ultimately, she confessed. She was sentenced and convicted. And I believe that she became um, not only like a nursery rhyme, but a play in Romania and is still like an, is still like not so much enshrined in the prison where she was, but there were still like um, pictures of her all over the place down there. She's still famous to this day. And her killing spree even didn't even start until, if I'm not mistaken, it was back in the 19... 19- Three nineteen four something like that. It was, yeah. yeah. That's, that's staying power. <laughs> that's staying power, exactly. And like her own son, and the, the part that gets me is like, I'm not going to rat on you, mom, but I'm going to need some more allowance. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and I'm just like, man, this kid's that's going like Raising money. your kids right.
0: <clears throat> I mean, there's there's a bunch of coffins in the basement with remains in them and you're going to ask for more money? He <laughs> was a banker. I mean, <laughs> Dude, he's got
1: balls. <laughs> he does uh and vera was beautiful too that was the thing is like there, were there the pictures of her she was gorgeous
0: yeah and she wasn't like the you know like you go you you see these pictures of like small towns where you know like jennifer is the prettiest in town well that's because everyone else was but ugly
1: the yeah, but so, was prison gosh. one her hair lips only half as long as the others
0: yeah, yeah exactly yeah. But <laughs> she was legitimately beautiful
1: oh yeah but she, she was dropped No,
0: that's Oh, yeah. it, it makes you, you scratch your head. You're like, why?
1: <laughs> yeah. It's like, you see that, like all that evil behind that pretty face. Like, mm.
2: There's a lot of Perfect them. place to hide it. Well, let me read this one. Cause me, me on a, <clears throat> me and Brewster here, we're talking off the air. There's this one that I found of Linda Calvey. I believe her last name is oh. Calvey. K A I'm sorry. C A L V E Y. Um, yep. Blonde and curvy, Linda Colvey was quite a Hot Pocket. And there's a little link where you can click it, and it'll actually take <laughs> you to a site for Hot Pockets. Go figure. I don't know. That's, yeah. You don't want murderer, You want <laughs> Hot Pocket. But anyways, quite, hot, quite a Hot Pocket when she was younger. <laughs> She fell in with British gangsters and ranked an estimated 1 billion British pounds, helping them pull off rob- uh, armed robberies. She was convicted of murder for shooting her former lover in the head after ordering him to kneel. A police officer who had dealt with Calvi remarked, every man she's ever been involved with is either in prison or dead. After being released from prison and suspected of killing at least two she former male meal. lovers, earning her infamy as a black widow, she married a third man in 2009. Sadistically playing on her reputation, Calvi had the aud- audacity to wear a... A fake spider in her bridal headdress on her marriage to a man 15 years her senior of course he died five years later so <laughs> all right yeah um, the balls on that one exactly <laughs> where do you want to take us to next
1: oh man well after her we could always kind of tie into the moore's murders which they're not she's not exactly by herself this is a killer, like a killer couple mm-hmm. i think it so kind of fits the whole theme yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Okay, well, the thing I can define a bit more was, mm, excuse me, Myra Henley and Ian Brady. Mm. Uh, Henley is kind of fascinating because I, I kind of read up a bit more. I'm not super versed on her, but if I'm not mistaken, she has, um, I would classify it more as an addictive personality. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Kind of like and, Carla uh, well, a kid died in front of her. I was, uh, and she was. He had been hit by a car. She was still young. She was still in high school. This kid was a lot younger, and this kid had wanted to grow up to be a priest. And if I'm not mistaken, Myra later on tried to basically dedicate her life to God because this kid died, and she felt that it was her duty to pick up his dream and carry it with her. And this eventually played in I think as to how Ian Brady was so with his dominating personality was able to rape her or rope rope her into four sexual assaults um dozens of actual assaults and murders of young children yeah he was a dick yeah he was a dick you know he was not a very nice man <laughs> you, you saw like Mr. That Mackey he was a dick Not okay? okay. <laughs> a very nice man <laughs> Can we get think, this bad? I
0: wonder if some of these people wouldn't have gone down the roads they went down if they weren't influenced the way they were. You know, if they
1: never met, yeah, if they had just been kept away from each other, would they ever have ended up that way? Mm. It's fascinating.
3: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Wasn't there another one? There was a even. And this is kind of off topic. and I apologize. Um, now it's there was, we've got off topic tons of times tonight. <laughs> true. True. We don't have a topic. Damn it! We're doing it live <laughs> 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 but I believe that there was a killer couple, but it wasn't a – they weren't sexually motivated with each other. But they were two men who gravitated to a type of sadomasochism with their victims, and they themselves were on their own incapable of committing the crimes. But when they got together, they fed off of one another's – um psychopathy into the point where they were actually able to kidnap assault and kill I think it was five families in total Um, and videotaped most of it who were they I'm trying to remember his name Uh, it's killing me because (laughs) yeah yeah but it's killing me because the guy got caught stealing a car or not stealing a car but uh, stealing something from a store he ran to his car got arrested got taken to the precinct for questioning told it Everything that happened said, hey, I've got a compound with this other guy. Um, you're going to find a dead woman in the backyard. There's a couple of barrels with the rest of the kids in the family. Um, also, I just took an arsenic tablet, so fuck y'all, and then died. Yep. <laughs> Literally, right there in the police station. Was just like, oh, and later, suckers, gone. Wow. Yeah. Uh, just, I, can't I just just a
0: show about them.
1: Yeah, what was the guy's name? It's killing me. Because, like, his partner went on to, like, delay his trial by, like, 20 years almost.
0: Yeah, because he kept doing the... Kept kept hiring and firing. Yeah. Yeah. I just listened to this show. Charles Ng. Hey, there it is. Charles Ng? Yeah, NG. Charles Ng and there's another guy. uh, Harold? No, not Harold. Hold on. I know what it is. Leonard. 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 Leonard Lake. Lake and Ng.
1: Yes, Leonard Lake. That's him. That's the one. The
0: torture bunker. The Ooh. torture bunker. Oh, okay. I dude. fascinate myself sometimes. Ooh. Lake was a huge guy. He was a behemoth of a man. And oh, Lake he was
1: a lumberjack was... looking dude. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they built a
2: bunker to hide their fa- female victims and force them into submission. Ing and Lake built a cinder block bunker that served as a nightmarish prison. When the authorities searched the property, they discovered a false wall. Behind the wall was a six-six and six and a half foot by three and a half foot room with only a bucket and toilet paper inside the room which was also lined with one-way mirror so someone on the other side could watch the captive with them also oh, had a yeah. list and they of had rules, rules. They,
0: had up. they had night vision goggles they had it was messed up when the cops yeah. went in there it was a horror show
2: here's the rules they had a list of rules posted on the wall i must yep. always be ready to service my master i must be clean brushed and made up with with my cellmate i must going to keep myself neat. I must never speak unless spoken to, unless in bed. I must never look at my master in the eye, but must keep my eyes downcast. Rule number three, I must never show my disrespect, either verbally or silent. I must never cross my arms or legs in the presence of, in front, oh, okay, in front, it's, these are blurry, so I'm having a hard yeah, time. Here you go. In front of my body or yeah. clench my fist, unless eating, uh, must always keep my, Legs parted. I think that says legs parted. Or lip part. Mm-hmm. Lips parted. Uh, I must be obedient, completely, and in all things I must obey immediately and without question or comment. Rule number five: I must always be quiet when locked in. It says be quiet. It looks like it says be quiet. Be quiet when locked in my cell. Rule number six: I must remember to obey any additional rules told to me. I must understand that my disobedience. Uh, any faith, I can't read the other one because it's too blurry, or annoyance caused by me to my master will be grounds for punishment.
1: Yeah, 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 they were some messed up dudes.
0: Lake committed suicide by swallowing two cyanide capsules he had taped to the collar of his shirt. He died on June 6th, 1985.
1: The crazy thing is, he must retape those to his shirt like every day, knowing every day he might use them.
0: Oh, absolutely! Oh, he had oh, it going down. I, I mean, he the did. guy was—he did not want to get caught, and he literally left Ing out to dry. And Ing <laughs> was a, Ing uh, was a military guy. Yeah, they so were both rooted from he the Marines. The military. Yeah. Um, Like, no joke. These guys were hardcore.
2: In his late teens, Leonard Lake joined the Marines and did two tours of duty in Vietnam. He never saw any combat. He was ultimately discharged after psychiatric evaluation found him to be suffering from schizoid personality disorder. It would turn out that being forcefully removed from the military was an accomplishment he shared with his future partner, Charles Ng, who looks like Kim Jong-un. I'm so ronry. Why is everyone so
3: fucking stupid?
2: Uh, Ng was also a Marine, (laughs) though his stint in the service was even less successful. Than lakes. How do you become less less successful to a schizoid personality disorder? Uh, After didn't fit in well. Yeah. After (laughs) being caught for stealing weapons, Ing was sentenced three years in Leavenworth prison. Prior to doing time, Ing had already met Lake via correspondence through a survivalist magazine, and upon his release, met up with his new friend and began their murderous endeavors. How do you meet up with somebody and have that conversation? Hey, see, now I'm really into going and killing people. How about you? Yeah,
1: I am too. Let's build a bunker. You ever wore a man's skin? Just throwing that out there. <laughs> What's that? Yeah. Well, just type onto like Craigslist. Anybody else like wearing people's skin? Give me a call. That happens though. <laughs> See, that's
0: the thing. Though. I mean, the, the scary thing is that magazine, the survival magazine that they met through. I used to subscribe to a survival magazine. Why am I no. not
2: surprised?
0: And oh. the guy who got me involved in that is at the moment he's down in florida but he also served in vietnam he was he's a he was a linguist he's nuts he's oh, also yeah. a gun writer and i mean he's a he's an accomplished author but i mean we'd sit and talk about stuff like into the wee hours of the morning it's good stuff i mean it's interesting we never talked about wearing people as suits but uh, given time
1: i mean you have a time yeah you got yeah. a couple of beers in the skin starts coming you gotta off you work up to it <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's not something you really ease into, I don't
1: think. <laughs> no, no. You don't throw that out on the first date. Yeah, that's a second or third date kind of conversation. Totally. Yeah. But, like, it's weird. we talked about the rules, too, and that it, it sparked me. And I remember David Parker Ray's audio tapes. Oh, my how God. How he would play those in the toy box. And Holy I'm just like, cow. oh, yeah. this, the, his voice was so monotone and so chilling.
0: Oh, my the God. The he about.
1: This is how they were caught. They were ultimately brought down
2: by shoplifting. Beyond his penchant for yeah, sadi- yeah, beyond his penchant for sadistic cruelty and murder, Charles Ng was also a compulsive thief. One afternoon in 1985, he and Lake went to a nearby hard- hardware store to replace a broken voice that had been used to torture their victims. How do you yep. break a voice torturing somebody? Ing was spotted shoplifting. You don't know. Yeah, Really shoplifting by one of the store's employees and fled. Lake then attempted to pay for the device, but authorities had already been called and they arrived and found a 22 revolver with a silencer illegal in California in a in the pair's vehicle, which had also been stolen from one of their victims. Lake was arrested immediately, yep. and Ing managed to evade authorities and slip into Canada, where he avoided trial for years so the guy also yep. carried a 22 with a silencer on it which seems it's, it's kind of like here's my bb gun and i've got a silencer on it. i guess i don't know a 22 can still you can still mess somebody up pretty bad with a 22 if it, you
0: oh, know yeah. um that's an
2: assassin's choice yeah
1: bounces off the back of the skull but not hard enough to pierce through yeah. it and destroys yep. the brain yeah.
2: well rattles around in there like Pac-Man. the education that i'm getting today from you guys is is
1: incredible <laughs> Sorry. The thing with Lake and the thing that with Lake that fascinated me was he, him and well him and Ing both kind of completely skipped the the serial killer cycle. They were always on the hunt.
0: Yeah. Well, and see, there's like, there's different thoughts about that though. They think that Ing uh, during Vietnam may have killed people while he was over there.
1: Oh, okay. You think he started his whole thing like in like in the army?
0: Yeah, they they think that he may they may have killed I mean, when you're over there, it's sad to say, but if, if a if a local woman or a prostitute in the area disappears, there's nobody losing any sleep over it, unfortunately. I mean the family oh,
1: Yeah, I could see that. But, yeah.
0: Yeah. I don't know I don't know how how valid that is, that theory is, but I mean they say the same thing about Arthur Shawcross, so I mean, who knows? Maybe yeah, who that's
2: knows? a funny thing. <laughs> And then it says on here, this is also, I'm getting all this off of Rancor, by the way. When Lake was arrested, he was immediately interrogated by authorities about the gun, the stolen car, and the missing man that had been stolen from. Recognized that he was in dire situation. Lake asked for a glass of water. Uh, and took his first moment to, alone to write a short note, and then removed two cyanide pills from under his lapel, which he always kept on him for such an occasion, and swallowed them, leading to his death in a few a few days later. So he didn't die real quick. He he took a few days to die. Oh, he
0: didn't. Well, no, he, he got, got. Oh, yeah. yeah.
2: But he checked out like he was just yeah,
0: like he oh, he was uh, useless at that point. Yeah, absolutely. When
2: Puzzle authorities searched Lake's property thereafter, the magnitude of his and Ing's crimes quickly revealed themselves. Though he had initially fled to Canada, Ing was extradited to California in 1991 after getting caught shoplifting in Calgary. Did it again? Again with the shoplifting. He was successfully avoided his trial for eight years, one of the longest legal proceedings in California history. But he was eventually found guilty of six counts of murder and sentenced to death. He remains on death row in San uh San Quentin State Prison to this day.
1: Fascinating stuff. Like especially with the fact that he couldn't stop the shoplifting. Like that's what ruined you the first time. I'm trying to see here. Hold yeah. like, it back,
2: bud. 45 pounds of human bone fragments were recovered from their
1: property. Yeah. Yep. And then I think some of the audio tapes and then I've seen just and this has just been through trolling through the courtroom evidence cases mm-hmm. of their of their of how they talked to the women um they would often tell like the mothers because one of their one of their big ones was Lake and Ng basically broke into a family home and kidnapped the entire family, like they kidnapped the dad, the mom, and the young baby, and they used the baby's life uh, to make the mom do what they wanted. But the baby was already dead. Yeah, they had already killed yeah. the baby and the husband. Yeah, and like the, to listen to how they talked on the tape and just a few few short minute clips they had up that I could find, it was chilling. I mean, they they were talking to her the way you would talk to somebody when you order a coffee and you want to have a, just a polite chat. So but they
2: were
1: yeah soulless completely it was horrifying
2: they believed the nuclear holocaust was near and needed sex slaves to repopulate the earth the abduction that was like the abduction <laughs> yes. yeah torture and murders carried out by ing lake stemmed f- from their shared delusional belief that the world was at the brink of nuclear holocaust the men believed that in the aftermath of the annihilation of the human race they would be charged with the task of repopulating the world with the aid of their sex slaves of course the job fell on these guys who else would get you know
0: See, I don't, they're not free. It's not good stock.
2: They're broken. The plan. You don't kill them. Like, that's the thing. You want to keep them alive. What are y'all doing? The plan was referred yeah. to as Operation Miranda, and one of Lake's recovered diary entries provided a snapshot of this deranged thoughts on the subject. And then it's got in there as notes. 1983 was the year the Miranda started and abandoned in Humboldt County and restarted here. M is a serious underground construction meant to one provide physical setting for my sexual fantasies, and two provide physical security for myself and my possessions, and three, provide limited protection from a nu- from nuclear fallout. No, dude, this, this shed looks like... no, no, this is almost even trash uh operation miranda would later be scrapped as the two men would could not stop their fantasies from escalating to murder (laughs) sorry (laughs) the world's going to come to an end but we're too busy killing people so let's just scrap that ad and just keep killing people all right i'm down that works need to
1: keep you alive for the whole like future of humanity but have you ever worn someone's skin before (laughs) (laughs)
2: have you worn a guy's skin before you know have you no it's very free
1: (laughs) oh all
2: right well we've been going for uh,
0: okay you want to listen to a coverage of this? Um, there's a serial, there's a podcast called the Serial Killer Podcast, and it's by a Norwegian guy. And that he covers the Miranda murders in two parts. And it's it was really good. I it, it dropped in December of last year.
2: Is it's not really Lipson? good.
0: Um, I don't know if it's on Libsyn or not.
2: But you could probably find it through any podcast aggregator, I would assume. Oh yeah, yeah.
0: A podcast. it's one guy.
1: Hold on. Yep. Yeah, nope. I found it. it. Has its own website. Perfect.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's a really cool guy. I mean, he covers a bunch of stuff. I think he covered Velma, um, just recently, like within the last week or so, uh, Velma Barfield.
1: Grandma.
0: Yeah, he did the first part. He's going to be dropping the next part soon. So I oh, can't wait. All these pictures
1: to they have so. of Aang makes him look horrifying. Doesn't it though? My God! Like that's the kind of guy you see in like an alley, but like, hey God, you got some change on you?
0: Yeah, Maybe. dude, let me wash your window. How about no?
1: Please. I was like, I let you wash my window, but I'm thinking might get dirty. you like, my God. Yeah, right? <laughs> well, we've been doing this for about an hour now, with all kinds of crazy
2: things going on in the background, trying to derail the show. We completely went off the Moore's murders. That's fine. That's fine. I I don't think anybody's going to care with with the fact that we were (laughs) actually able to do a show this week with everything going on that happened the way that it did. Also, with the audio issues that I'm having right now, I'm amazed we actually pulled something off. So anyways. Um, Before we wrap it up, this is where I always give the guests a chance to promote what they're doing. So, um, Brewster, go ahead and talk about where your website is, where people can find you. Um, You're also part of our Facebook page, and you do post on our Facebook page now as well. So, you know, go ahead and have at it.
1: All right. Well, I'm going to do like the 10-second spill here. Um, You go to rabrewster.com. I like to focus a lot on creature features, cryptids. I've been starting to do a bit more human monsters, some true crime stuff. Um, I'm also kind of working towards getting some of my short stories out there. Um, if you want, you can tune in a bit to Dustland Radio on YouTube. That's
0: really good.
1: Oh, I'm glad I, you I, like it.
0: Yeah, I have it as uh, on my uh, podcast aggregator.
1: Sweet. I'm glad you guys enjoy really good. it. That's that's high praise. Go go check it out, <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yeah, actually, if you, and if you come onto the uh, Facebook page. I'll probably be posting a lot more stuff there. So
2: Now, your website is R.A. No Periods, because I was trying to look it up earlier, and it was taking me someplace else. It's R.A. Oh, Brewster. You about
1: an aneurysm. Yeah, it's R.A. Brewster. No dots <laughs> and in the R.A. Like, no. Just R.A. Brewster.
2: No dots in yeah. the Brewster. Because
1: so. there was a guy I posted on Reddit. Oh, God. again, sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I post on Reddit a link and I I like to share a lot there. Like if you're ever on the cryptid forums, if you're ever hanging out in serial killers, you'll probably see a couple of posts from me. This dude completely copied my entire article and put it into the comment section because he got aggravated because of on the mobile app, there's a thing that asks you to subscribe to my mailing list. And he was just like, I can't be fucked. So (laughs) I'm just going to put this up for everyone to read because screw that. And I'm just like, please, please, sir, stop. Please don't. Hmm. No. Nice. Well, <laughs> yeah, when you said when you said something was wrong with the site, I was like, oh god, no. No,
2: I typed it in yeah. R period A period Brewster and it put me someplace else. It's just rabrewster.com. And yep. that's where I found you. I found you on the Cryptids page on Reddit. And um, then I ran across you in the serial killers, and that's I was like, I'm gonna contact this guy and get a hold of him and see if he's interested in coming on here and doing this. Yeah, super
1: glad you did, because you guys are great. Yeah, we just try. Saying.
2: We try. Anyhow, um, like having you on. Yeah, it's a lot of fun <laughs> when it works. When it works, <laughs> when things work. <laughs> yeah, as always. Thanks for coming on here. You know, it's it's oh, it's barring barring all these huge amounts of technical issues aside, it's always fun having having you on and talking to you. And you're a big hit. You're one of the. um people really liked you being on the show like we got a lot of positive feedback by having you on here so it's you know it was like yeah we'll we'll do this again and that's how it all came about because we every year at around around this time of year usually we try to aim for valentine's day is when we do our crazy true crime stuff and it usually involves women killing people in sadistic ways so it was like hey you got anybody yeah let's let's try this and that's how it all fell together so
1: yeah it fell together really well
2: thanks for coming on here and doing this again we appreciate it man
1: Hey, thanks for having me around it was good stuff
2: thanks take care I'd say that was a pretty successful broadcast Want to get in contact with the show or listen to back episodes? It's easy. Go to www.projectarchivist.com. On the right side of the page, you'll find links to our archives, as well as links on how to get onto our Facebook page and follow us on Twitter. If you want to leave a voicemail for us, it's 734-681-0459. Yes, we do listen to all of them. Or if you want to talk to Lobo directly, you can call 203-212-9975. Yes, that will in fact put you in touch with his cell phone. If he's available, he will take your call and talk to you. If you're just looking to send us an email, you can do that at projectarchivist at gmail.com. Don't forget to look for us on iTunes under the podcast section, or you can stream us right to your phone with the Stitcher Android app for free. Hi, I'm Desmond. And I'm Shalom. And
3: And we're the the non-historians.
2: Just two guys with big mouths little historical knowledge who take on pop history and everyday history things. It's so close to learning that you just might. Like the fact that Thomas Jefferson wrote the Declaration of Independence. Well, he composed it. However, it was physically written by Thomas Matlick, clerk to the secretary of the Second Continental Congress. Boom. Did your mind just explode? Available on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Podbean, and other podcast catchers. You can find us online at Not Historians on Twitter and on Facebook. Now enjoy the rest of your show. Starting over again. So, that was Brewster, and my audio levels are all over the place. Actually, both of ours are. I don't quite know what it is. It's got to be the system. And as I was saying before I realized that we weren't recording, is I'm so anal about how I put stuff together and how it sounds and how things work that when things go out of control like this, I just basically sit here and chew every nail off of every finger that I've got kind of deal, whatever. So anyways, sure. hope that worked out. I hope you guys enjoyed the show as best as we could put it together. <laughs>
0: uh, this is what you get.
2: <laughs> Big shout outs to our boy Daniel Brown over in the UK because he sent us oh, packages brother. this week. What did he send you? I saw what he sent you, but what did he I send you? I got
0: three true crime magazines that are not available here and five bounty bars, which are now almost completely gone.
2: We had bounty bars come in to, um, we got this, like, christmas package of candy maybe it was halloween i don't remember what it was but there was bounty bars in that and i'd never seen them before i yeah, don't know are
0: they are they the american or are they from overseas
2: i don't know i'd never seen bounty bars up until we got them they were good they were like coconut uh, they they reminded me of eating mounds like mounds yeah i'll enjoy yeah. mounds those. A little different. yeah that's what it reminded me of so he sent you that and then he sent me a book called Weird Weird War One. Intriguing items of fashion fast God, I can talk. I can read. Oh. I can do all of this stuff. Yes. No, I can't.
0: I can do so many things. It's called reading. Top to bottom, left to right. Group words
1: together as a sentence. Weird <laughs> like my own ass.
2: I can ride my bike without no handlebars. Um yep. Weird <laughs> War One, intriguing items and fascinating feats from the first world war. And it's just all of these really crazy contraptions and bizarre stuff that they did in World World War One. That it's just, there's just weird stuff in here. Cool. Luminous sea lions, stuffed pigs, pigeon parachutes, bulletproof Bibles. Which I can understand that because they just keep the Bible in their pocket. So if the Bibles were bulletproof, Chaplains. yeah, the idea was if it, it took it would take the bullet for you. Um, yeah, guess
0: what? It don't work.
2: Tickle sticks, patriotic toilet paper, giant periscopes trench wallpaper for the trenches oh, of course, uh, paper well, you pants have have
0: that. you have to be a fancy bitch you have to have wallpaper in your trench
2: hedgehog mascots undercover girl guides and fake trees um i might actually after i dig through this i've got this inclination to try to find this guy and talk to him the problem is is i think he's over in the uk and us doing shows yeah, with people in the UK is a pain in the ass. haven't
0: talked to anybody in the UK.
2: Yeah, but there's timing issues because time's yeah. not the same everywhere. So I think the UK is five hours ahead of us, four yeah. hours ahead of us. Big. It's the same reason that I haven't invited the Bloody Murder podcast on here because they're a great show, but they're in Australia. So they're how many hours ahead of us? I don't remember.
0: They're today. Yesterday is today.
2: Yeah, I think they're or 10 they hours ahead of us.
0: Are, are, no, it's more than that. It's their... Hold on a second. Their time, their... Today is already there yesterday.
2: So when will it be tomorrow?
0: Right
2: now. How soon is now? Hey, we've done this joke a lot of times. (laughs) A lot. (laughs) It never gets old. 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 All right, so um, we're going to wrap this up because I've got a lot of production work to do, even though by the time you guys have heard this, the production work has already been done. So how soon is now? Yada, yada, yada. Hopefully we can have our shit together by next week because the guest that couldn't make it last week is supposed to make it on next week. It's going to be a matter of if we can have all things up and running on our end properly.
0: <laughs> twelve thirty-eight PM tomorrow.
2: So it's twelve thirty-eight tomorrow already in Australia. But what? Yeah, but yeah. Australia's got what? Two time zones? Three time zones? It's a big continent.
0: But that the fourth one is Christmas Island. So it's Kingston right now. In Kingston, it's twelve thirty-eight. It's eight thirty-eight PM here on the tenth of February. It's it's the afternoon. Uh, tomorrow, the 11th, and it's noon in Adelaide, and it's 9:38 a.m. in Perth, and it's 8:38 a.m. in Christmas Island.
2: So setting up a show with somebody in Australia shouldn't be that hard. Then, if we did it like if we if we set the show at nine o'clock, it'd be like you know well, like one they, o'clock it there. it
0: depends on where they are. If if if
2: yeah, they're in Christmas it's not like Island, for...
0: then it's 12 hours. There's 12 hours difference. If not. If we're getting someone from Kingston or Adelaide, then we're looking at, what is it, uh, 16 hours difference.
2: Yeah. Who did we have so on the, here from Australia? We yeah. We, what? Who did we have on here from Australia at one time? Uh, Brent. We talked to Brent. Brent, that's who it was. Yeah. And Brent was on here. But that oh, was man. like pulling teeth because it was a time th- difference for him.
0: And then Daz is in New Zealand. Yeah. His time is completely different
2: people are like what the hell are they talking about
0: it Doesn't matter. it's our show
2: <laughs> all right we're gonna wrap it up hopefully we can pull this off next week we've got a week to get our act together so that's it um by the time this drops i think valentine's should be right around the corner and uh have a safe and happy valentine's day don't try to kill your lover if they can't have sex with you three times in a row um you know all that stuff don't poison anybody don't strychnine anybody arsenic lead coffins zinc all that shit just be cool to one another buy oh. each other chocolate and flowers make babies peace what <laughs> make babies this is rigid from, from connecticut
0: what ro said but not as strange <laughs> i don't know dh yes. splash Woo-hoo! peace
1: Bye.